Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I am joined for the third time, I think, this summer, if you want to count uh, our uh, season reflection uh, part one and two episodes a couple weeks back, uh, joined by Aram in Toronto. Welcome back, Aram. Hello, hello. Uh, the third post-championship uh, appearance, I guess. So we'll, 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 we'll count it from that. Uh, uh, AC after championship. <laughs> uh, how, how's your uh, summer? Summer been so far? It's been good. It's been good to watch these summer league games. After two months of games that have that just feel like life and death, obviously we know they're not. It's nice to watch really low stakes basketball. Um, California Classic was was pretty bad. That was pretty brutal to watch. Uh, but uh, these summer league, these uh, Vegas summer league games, I, there's a different vibe to them. So it's been it's been kind of nice to watch these games. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's like a, become this weird place to be. Do you remember? when summer league games used to be played in, I mean, tiny looking gyms, it looked like they were being played at high school gyms. I know they're not, but now they're just fully attended. The NBA has done a crazy job of making it like a destination. Right. And then you get all the big name players, you get coaches. I mean, the whole Warriors coaching staff looks like it's sitting on the sideline. I don't know if Kerr's there tonight, but like, uh, Sunday, you know, they were just sitting there watching, uh, Wiseman and Kamenga and Moody, et cetera. And then you have random celebrities who I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely like the, the summer league seemed to be more like the California classic, uh, yeah. that vibe um, and that kind of quality. But it's, it seems like, you know, people are more here to show out more and uh, you see the focus and the competitiveness. It's just a, it's just another level. So, you know, it's, it's cool to watch it. Would, would you ever go watch this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Vu Bang, he's on this show a lot yeah. every now and then. Uh, he actually was out there. He went to, I think, the first Vegas games, uh, the full slate, which on Friday, last Friday. And he had wanted me to go. He asked if I could make it and I couldn't. I just had, you know, other obligations back home here. So I couldn't, but I most definitely would have. And I wish I could have seen that first Wiseman game. Yeah. Uh, actually, my friend Steve uh, from NFS, he yeah, was yeah. there. He texted me, and he was at the Wiseman game. And I was like, what are you doing there? So his other friend had, had suggested they go. But, uh, you know, because this might be the greatest Warriors summer league team ever assembled. That ever, This would have been the year to go. Yeah, you texted me the uh, the starting lineup for uh, Tuesday night's game, and and it was uh, it was Moody, Kaminga, Wiseman, uh, Kendari, Weatherspoon, and uh, Mac McClung. So uh, that that's a solid uh, late season tanking squad. Yeah, um, that's an awesome garbage team. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we are uh, we are recording this on Tuesday night. Uh, that starting lineup didn't do too well. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, the prospect of it was still exciting at the time. Yeah. I mean, the game is actually still going on. I have it here in the background. The Warriors are down by 11 with 450, at least on, on my TV. And, uh, it's been sloppy. The first half was sloppy. It was like, so less exciting than the first game. 
And, um, but you know, it's fine. My whole thing is like, I just want these guys. Oh, down. <laughs> it's an eight point deficit now. <laughs> now I'm doing play by play. Yeah. I'm um, turning into this, uh, live stream, but recording, but, uh, you know, all I want is for the guys to come out of this healthy, you know, especially Wiseman. That's all I want. There's a couple times where he fell to the ground or one time where he looked like he limped, <laughs> but he was just actually kind of hopping over somebody. Yeah. So um, like, uh, it's like when Clay would fall down early in the totally. regular season, you know, and it's like, no. <laughs> Clay fell down in his two first games back, like random just fell down. Like he tripped on somebody and I was like, oh my God, no. So, you know, that's all I want from this. And it's good to see them just get, get reps and whatnot and they all have a lot of stuff to work on but this game is just it's sloppy it's it's yeah. gross but uh i enjoy them giving it a go yeah you have to kind of like fight the urge to read too much into it because you know you, you realize you know it is summer league you know kaminga you know just came back from from visiting his home so he's mm -hmm. rusty and you know james wiseman hadn't played in you know however many months 15 months kind of thing, so yeah, you well, know it's funny because like it's yeah. like it's as if they don't count the G League. I, it's like I uh, that was I a little do. odd. <laughs> he he, I mean he looked he looks way way different in 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 these games than he looks so much more spry and confident. Like he looked yeah. okay in those G League games, uh, but not great. You know, like they, there's just like a different uh, kind of mood to or different vibe to his game right now. And I mean. The, you know, if we are to take some things away from this, it's like uh, it it the the kind of encouraging stuff would seem to be that, you know, there were things that he was doing in that first game that that he didn't he didn't know how to do in his rookie season. Like the whole mm -hmm. the, like there was that one play with the verticality, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure you talked about on, on on the other edition. But, you know, and then and then in this game, he he's shown more willingness to mix it up and getting rebounds and those kinds of things, which is something that he identified after that. Well, everybody identified after that first right. game, but um, so it's nice to see. And, and again, yeah, it just like, let's just have health for this guy. And um, you can see that he does, he does affect the game for sure. Like he's Ooh, huge. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I think once he gets better at positioning, like he just needs to play more. And get mm -hmm. a better feel of the personnel that he's playing. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure with these summer league rosters, it's not like you're doing a huge scattering report ahead of the game. But um, but just getting a sense of of how how to play and how to affect people's shots without even, you know, having to go for the block all the time. Um, yeah. So that's 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 all encouraging. And, you know, it's kind of like your Wiggins smile. It's nice to see the Wiseman smile, too. <laughs> Definitely, you know, with with Wiseman, I mean, I did talk about this in the previous episode, but even in this second summer league game that he's played, you can see just a little bit more comfort, you know, like again, everybody's a little bit off, looks a little sloppier. The Warriors look a step slow. Um, although they're down by seven with Kaminga at the line now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like Wiseman, he, he's done, a bunch of good little things, like you said, the verticality and he's going for rebounds a little bit more now, but sometimes he's getting boxed out. And there are some guys on the Celtics who are maybe not as tall as him right now in this game, but uh, they look a little thicker, you know? Yeah, definitely um, wider. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not, like, they may not be able to like curl as much, but like just in the body frame and everything. And 
you know, I also noticed that Wiseman, he's good at like catching a ball and going straight up. He, because he's so tall, you know, but still a lot of guys will catch it and bring it down. And that's a no, no, but he catches it up high and he just goes straight up. So I can appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, health is ultimately all that you want from, from this and Moody's having an off game. It's fine. You know, it's fine. This is just, these are just reps and it's sloppy. And, you know, when I think back to those G League games that Wiseman played in, it's like, <laughs> it's tough when you're playing with honestly far lesser talent and you are a center, right? Yeah. You don't start off with the ball in your hands and you're relying on these dudes who are trying to, you know, put numbers up, make a name for themselves. And they also know that people are watching because of Wiseman. So they're like, Ooh, it's, it's my time. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. like, let me jack up some shots here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a different feel, but, uh, I'm encouraged. I'm 100% encouraged. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy as, as hell that he's just out there. I mean, you know, like this is the second game. He made it two games in the G league. So I'll be even happier if he plays in the third game. I'm kind of not sure if I want them to make it to the summer league championship game. Cause <laughs> then I just, you know, the reps are good, but I'm like, it's like, go, just... gotta go get that trophy, that <laughs> ring. Right. What's that ring made out of? I mean, it can't be made out of anything too valuable. Right. Uh, it looks like the kind you get at like a party shop, you know, <laughs> 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 I mean, is it the replica ring that's uh, made out of like shiny plastic? <laughs> Maybe it's a junior ring designers who are cutting their cutting their teeth and they're cutting their stones. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cool to watch these guys. You know, try try aspects of their game. They're clearly doing things that are not going to be their role. And you know, it's just kind of like what you're saying about you know how frustrating it is to to play. It's it's you know it's not unlike you, you, when you see players especially big men in in college and and their numbers are much better in uh in the pros right there's just more space there's better yeah. passing better entry passes those kinds yeah. of things you know yeah the, the gravity of steph clay jordan pool any of those guys is far better than the gravity of uh, mac mcclung uh <laughs> you know what i mean as as much as i uh appreciate those young guys uh and the lead is now six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got but, a game um, here. I do appreciate Kaminga in this game, in the previous game, like kind of trying to will them back to a win, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, people, I've seen people on, on, on Twitter and comment and stuff about how, you know, he needs to, uh, he's pressing too much in summer league and he needs to pass the ball more. He's becoming a ball hog, but it's like, who cares? <laughs> like the, the more he has the ball in his hands, the better it is than if you actually win the game <laughs> and like, you know, he, like that kind of stuff. He's the one that I think when, when he was a kid, he would, wouldn't he go to like the internet cafe or whatever and watch like Kobe Bryant highlights. I mean, this yeah. is his Kobe moment, right? Just like, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot as much as possible, uh, you know, Mamba mentality <laughs> or whatever. Right. So, yeah, know, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's fun to watch these guys. I mean, you know, we were both super hyped for this game. And, you know, I, I guess we got a game here and it's uh, turning out OK. But, 
yeah, we're just kind of watching the last minute or so. <laughs> anyway, so you wanted to talk about these three young guys in particular, but not just about this game. Uh, you want yeah. to talk about Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman. And can I just say, like, it's amazing to talk about them as guys who are like playing, you know, because Wiseman's been hurt for so long. He's just a, a, a hypothetical, you know, but yeah. uh, now he's actually out there. And um, you, you had a thought about these guys. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a, we, we did a little uh, conversation last summer or before the, the season, we talked about who is going to be the best player and most important in two years, four years. Um, I just specifically this trio, I mean, let's shorten that timeline. Like who, who do you think is going to be most impactful of these three next season, just next season? And then, and then who's going to be the most impactful in let's say three seasons, man, that's actually pretty tough. It's tough to say next season, this coming season, because there's so many holes um, from yeah, the free yeah. agents who've left. Right. And we don't know how they're going to fill that out with some, with some minimum bets, you know? Exactly, because if they pick up uh, anyone, like another veteran wing, if there is one out there, or if they pick up a, if Pat Beverly gets cut loose and then all of a sudden he would sign for the minimum to ring chase with the Warriors, and that's another thing. But, you know, because if you have Otto Porter Jr., you need his minutes to be filled. And then you have Moody and you have Kaminga, right? Moody can play uh, three and two. Uh, Kaminga plays a little bit more three and four, right? Mm -hmm. So it really depends on who's looking better during the during the season, right? Because Kaminga, they said it last year, we talked about it, and even now, he looks like he has the higher ceiling, right? Uh, Moody looks more game ready, so I think it's it's kind of a a, a tough call to make so early when the roster isn't complete. I think Kaminga and Moody can both play defense in different ways, right? Kaminga has the foot speed, but Moody has the crazy long arms and a little bit more technique, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, Moody has a better shot. Kaminga, in the Warriors' flowing offense, he's the guy that like gets the screen, cuts to the basket, whereas Moody's the guy in the corner who will hit the three. And then if you talk about Wiseman, if he's up to speed, whoo boy, like, can you just, just imagining the stuff that we saw from him, his rookie year, that one Spurs game where he had like a ton of dunks, right? Where they just said, we're going to throw it up to him. This is how we're going to use him, you know? And now that the team is actually, I mean, they won a title, right? So they're going to be one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team. Adding that in there with all these other guys, it's it's going to be kind of insane. But that being said, I think they'll all have some kind of impact, but you got to choose one. Yeah. I'll go with Kaminga. <laughs> okay. I'll go with Kaminga, you know, I'll go with Kaminga, uh, largely because I think his athleticism and his ability to, to do a little bit, what Moody does and above the rim, a little bit, what Wiseman does. I mm -hmm. think, uh, he'll have an impact, especially against more athletic players in general yeah you. oh he he when he's in the lineup it adds so much 
of mm-hmm. that athleticism because they they lack it so much. And you know, Wiseman's going to do that. I mean, in terms of impactful for next season, I just think Wiseman's going to be so raw. I think he'll get regular minutes, but it's it's going to be tough. And I think there will be games where you know he gets you know six dunks or whatever he'll score an easy 20 or something like that and then there'll be some games where you know he gets four fouls in in eight minutes or something like that you know mm-hmm. um so i'm i i don't think he he's going to be really inconsistent but I, I i would go with moody just because um more than anything i think they trust him defensively and mm-hmm. uh you know that's their bottom line at the end of the day they they will always go for defense and you know, he fits well enough with all their other pieces, uh, size wise, he can rebound a little bit and, uh, you know, they like to play small anyway. So I, I, I think, I think his defense is rebounding his three and D and, and I, but I just say that, I think that's just for this coming season. I think long-term, I think it's going to be Kaminga. Um, if, if, you know, I was writing you the other night, I'm like, man, he is a beast. If only he can harness it. And I think, you know, long-term for his career, it's going to be better that he's on this team and, and he's, you know, kind of being made to play the right way and to play mm-hmm. winning basketball and being challenged to do so. But it, I'm, I'm sure it is going to be frustrating for him to like, you know, um, he'd want to run loose like he wants to be you know he'd like to be Jalen Jalen Green like that usage level right Mm -hmm. who wouldn't be who who wouldn't want to be that so um I think that's going to be the challenge for him but uh you know I think and then and then you know I think Wiseman will will chip in here and there and um but I think I think his it's just gonna be harder for a big man you know as talented as he is um but I'm eager to see him learning learning the game. I, I mean, that that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I think I'm looking forward to Wiseman in those, like, honestly, like garbage minutes. I know. And I hope uh, a healthy Wiseman gets regular rotation minutes. I can't see why not. Um, actually I can see why not. <laughs> <laughs> Fouls out <laughs> defensive, uh, effort, not rebounding stuff like that, <laughs> taking bad shots, but you know, they want to get him minutes, but I'm going to look forward to seeing him out there and just seeing like the stuff that he could do because, you know, it's funny during the finals when, you know, we remember when people talked about him pre-draft after the draft his first several games, right? There was the, there's been a, there was the Giannis comp, the David Robinson comp, the Anthony Davis comp. He talked about how Kevin Garnett was one of his idols. And, you know, then it became like DeAndre Ayton. He could be like DeAndre Ayton. This is like after he got hurt and that's the development. And then by the time it got to the finals, it was like, you know, he can be like Robert Williams, you know what I mean? And Robert Williams is great. Like, I would love to have him on the team, um, or at least just not on the Celtics. But, you know, like, just seeing how, because he was out for so long, the gradations of yeah. expectations were lowered and lowered and lowered, uh, which, you know, it's what have you done for me lately? It's like, what, what, what you know, you see some guy, you watch him in, in the G League, and it's like, whatever. But... Uh, I would like to see him kind of climb that ladder a little bit more and, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting because that rookie season, it was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have the ball in my hands and shoot threes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to happen until garbage time. Yeah. Uh, if that, 
it's kind of unfair that he has been scrutinized so much. It's like if you're not healthy and you're not playing, the assessment of you shouldn't get worse and worse and worse because you're literally not playing. Like, I mean, sure, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you were healthy, then you would be getting better, presumably, right? And so you're missing out on that. But it's like the dude is 21. Um, like, yeah, he may not be an all NBA player or even an all star, uh, but that's okay. Like he can still be a really good player. And yeah, I think we just need to not worry about it. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major actions for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. I'm looking forward to all those Giants-Dodgers matchups because it's just one of the best rivalries in sports. So we'll see what the odds are for those. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Two things in terms of Wiseman that that he needs, or well, one thing that he definitely needs, and I'm looking forward to seeing is is how is he going to play with uh, Pool. And, and basically people who can get him the ball in the right spots. You can see both in that G League game and these summer league games, like he's not getting it in, in spots. And sure, he doesn't have his areas yet. You know, he hasn't mm -hmm. played enough to be like, okay, that's his spot. Get him the ball in that spot. Like he doesn't have that yet. But, um, but just somebody who is a threat in a pick and roll situation. That's why I brought up Jordan Poole. It's like, you know, you could see Kaminga trying to get him the ball and some of these other players, but they just don't, they don't have it, right? Like they're not enough of a threat off the, off the bounce or whatever. Um, but somebody like Poole would be. So that's, that's going to be really interesting. The other thing is like, I, I mean, again, don't jump to too many conclusions after two summer league games, but uh, the, you know, how, is Kaminga and Wiseman going to be able to play together? And and maybe they won't uh, this coming season. Like maybe not that much. Like their minutes may be staggered. I don't think that they'll go with a whole like uh, second unit full of babies, you know, sure. uh, they're going to mix in the, the vets and whatnot. But, um, but it just seems like they, they kind of, you know, Wiseman may, maybe he, kind of clogs up the lane and that's where Kaminga wants to go. Right. So these are some things that need to be ironed out, I think for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because in these summer league games, you see them start together. And there's of course that first play in the first game where, you know, Kaminga is more on ball creating and whatnot. And, uh, you know, throws the lob in this game after they started, like their minutes were staggered a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. All three of them. But then you saw Kaminga and Moody play together uh, quite a bit. I mean, uh, Moody and Wiseman played a little bit too, but basically Kaminga and, and Wiseman uh, for probably those reasons to see like what they could do without the other person out there. And it'll be different when Wiseman plays with maybe for lack of a better term, some of the vets who aren't there to prove anything mm -hmm. and you know 
who knows? Maybe there's a little bit of competition between those guys eventually, right? Maybe competition between Moody and Kaminga because they're so close in uh, overlapping for minutes, right? They're fighting yeah. for the same minutes pretty much. But I think Wiseman, like when he's out there and he has his spots and he has the vets a little bit with him and they're looking for him and mm-hmm. they know that they want this toy, this weapon, they want to make it work. So they're going to try that out during the the regular season to answer the quick question for me, most impactful in three years. Was it you mm-hmm. said, uh, I mean, I'll say Kaminga uh, again, because last year I said in four years, he'd be their best player. So I'm right on target. Still, <laughs> <laughs> still on track. I mean, yeah. Hey, yeah, everything that we saw, we saw this last year and, and in the summer league, you know, it's like, it's still promising. Like, oh my gosh, he has so much. He has so much promise. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's good for him to try this stuff out. You see some of the habits, you know, like... Spin move habits. <laughs> but the spin move worked so great for him. Uh, but now people are looking for it, right? Like they know yeah. that's his move, especially when it's summer league and he's one of the best players on the court. It's like, he does this, stop that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also... You know, like off the bounce, trying to shake somebody, he needs to he needs to work on that, right? Some of his best plays last season were when he didn't have the ball, when he was cutting yeah. to the basket. There were a few where he dribbled and then dribbled past somebody, uh, which he can do. But when it's like I have the ball and someone's just guarding me straight up, his uh, shake and bake off that, I think that still needs some work. He's not, hopefully gets a better handle and he doesn't have like that Jalen Brown reputation. Yeah. <laughs> of, like having a bad handle. Uh, so I definitely think Kaminga uh, will. I mean, I, I can't imagine if he keeps working with the coaches and working on his game, how good he'll be in uh, three years. In three years from today, he'll still just be 22. Yeah. He's still younger than Jordan Poole is today, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's really imperative for them. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what what Bob has in plan has in store, but is really imperative that they get some really solid veterans. You know, you see the effect that even Andre didn't play that much last year, but he's coaching from the bench. Hopefully, he comes back. They can get a couple other dudes who can just like solidify things a little bit. Um, you know, DiVincenzo has been in the league for however many years, but you know, still pretty young player. So. 25. Um, yeah, like they're they're they don't have a lot of uh bench vets and you know ideally in you know in my mind that you know these these young guys are you know your your part of your top 8 or 9 but uh but you get a couple of 9 or 10 you know they slot into the that 9 or 10 slot some veterans who can really come in and just stabilize things get Wiseman the ball in a good area, you know, that kind of stuff and, and just help them get through the season. Right. Like we're, we're talking about like trying to get, you know, good enough playoff position. These young people are going to get us through, help really get us through the 82 game grind. Um, and that's also going to keep us interested in the 82 game grind. Um, so, but they, they, I, I think you really saw, like, I mean, Myers just made such great pickups last year. Um, I, I know sometimes I was like, cut Bielitsa and get somebody else. Uh, but you know what? In the end, he redeemed himself. He had some good minutes, the Tatum stopper. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, like, 
Otto Porter, Bielitsa, all those guys were really key. And I don't know who's out there. Uh, I've looked at the list. It doesn't look too good. But uh, but hopefully, like you said, there's some buyout candidates. I don't know. That's what that that's what Bob's there for, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it sucks to lose Otto Porter Jr., Bielitsa, Gary Payton the second. Um, to different degrees, of course. But yeah, it's one of those things. They picked up those guys when no one wanted them last year, pretty much, right? Because they all signed for the minimum and Peyton mm-hmm. was end of training camp. So who knows if anyone will be out there. I agree. I also want a little bit more of a veteran presence, right? If it's if it's DeMarcus Cousins by some, you know, random <laughs> chance, then I'll take him because, hey, that's th- this team can also use a little bit more just attitude. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, beyond Draymond, I know there's other guys that'll talk, like Poole will talk, Clay will kind of talk a little bit, but they don't have that muscles <laughs> no, I totally skinny skinny pool but it's funny right because also man like Bielitsa I mean I guess he wasn't really injured uh all those years he just didn't play for was it Sacramento or something mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was just benched and then uh he didn't play much for the heat maybe he was injured there but this time last season free agency it was like he's injury prone and Otto Porter Jr. was injury prone and they made it through, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, that's, yeah. that's like a, a huge deal. So, you know, maybe there's somebody else out there. I mean, that's what Devin Vincenzo is, right? Like some guy who's been hurt, who's trying to kind yeah. of make good, but isn't at the bottom. So he wouldn't, they couldn't probably get him for the, well, they didn't get him for the minimum, but you know, I'm going to wait till everything kind of shakes out. I've spoken about the Gary Payton stuff. I love Gary Payton, but you know, you, you move on and, uh, they got a bunch of young guys. Hopefully, not too many <laughs> young guys it right is, now. It's a lot of young dudes. Because <laughs> all of a sudden they a have like a lot of young dudes. Even though Guy Santos, I don't think he'll uh, make it to the big league club. <laughs> but uh, Rollins and Baldwin, and then add them on to the, the three other lottery pick guys. Yep. Then it's like, wow, this is really getting like uh, bottom bottom heavy. But you know that's that's the thing, like just finding like a vet or two in there to to kind of shore things up. But again, it's the same thing as this past season, right? Like, take the long view. Um, if they whatever roster they end up with, it's like stay healthy by the end of the season. Get these young guys ready. Get them some run, whichever ones you deem worthy, and go from there. See who's on the buyout market. Whatever. We'll see when the dust dust settles. You know, it's it's going to be a long summer. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice to have had this uh, this break again. You know, low stakes basketball, and we can kind of just muse on the the roster and how it's going to turn out, and and then we'll see how things get going in you know late September, October. But uh, it's kind of a weird like uh, kind of a fallow time for for sports, and and uh, you know. Baseball, if you're a Bay Area fan, is not not going so well right now. Um, uh, so yeah, thank goodness for summer league. But um, but then other other kind of like content comes out. I I don't know. Uh, are you a uh, are you a a wine drinker? Are you do you like a, a nice rosé, especially in the summertime? <laughs> um, I do, I do. I am 
got to say that my uh, girlfriend, Paula, she got me onto wine several years ago, many years ago. And I can kind of tell what's a good wine if it's not doesn't taste like vinegar. Yeah, if it tastes uh, good, no, then it's uh, it's good, right? I'm no connoisseur, but uh, I like I like wine, and she has me has me drinking rosé. So yeah, I'm a I'm a rosé, especially in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. So um, I I I enjoy a nice rosé in the summertime as well. Uh, Oakland Warriors taking a really bougie turn here, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh i didn't you just gentrified my podcast man <laughs> <laughs> i i don't i don't know if you saw that today but uh uh i think it was michael thompson uh, uh clay's dad uh tweeted out about uh that clay and uh nolan arenado uh are uh they released uh nolan arenado third baseman for the st louis cardinals played for the rockies a long time i didn't even know they were friends but i guess it makes sense you know I don't even know who he is. Roll together, um, but uh, but they they have a they released a, a rosé from their winery today, and it's called Diamond and Key. So uh, <laughs> and and apparently it's sold out already. So um, but it's it's kind of a cool story. Like after the those kind of like major fires in the uh, Sonoma Napa Valley, uh, and they were they were both part of some efforts of raising money and trying to get. Uh, people up there uh, back and working and so um they were they met a uh, a former athlete who uh was became a a i don't know what a wine wine maker wine person <laughs> uh <laughs> i i forgot what the term is uh and uh so they've been working on that for the last few years yeah too bad it sold out if it ever ends up at the corner liquor store i'm all over it <laughs> <laughs> but the name coming to a costco is- near you soon <laughs> soon enough uh diamond and key that's a very uh very rosé-ish names, but so I'll, I'm gonna keep an eye out for it. Yeah, man. keep an eye will, out. You know, let let, you know. let me know if you uh, find that in California. So, and uh, I, I will do a uh, as as you suggested a, a react video. <laughs> like, I don't know me drinking the whole bottle for like half hour. I don't know. <laughs> That's the content people come here for. <laughs> At least in the off season, you never know. Cool, man. No, I will. I will uh, keep an eye out, and hopefully, all you listeners keep an eye out for that too. Because you know, we love Clay Thompson and we support his businesses. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. That was great. Thanks. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino. You can find Aram at Aram Collier, A-R-A-M-C-O-L-L-I-E-R. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to peep the YouTube channel, which we're on right now. YouTube.com slash Oakland Warriors. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to subscribe. And if you are so willing, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. Leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely helpful, always helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.